you know, I, I do, um, I, I had have some background in the animation industry. So, um, yeah, from, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, yeah, I work on, uh, I work on a show right now. I won't say the show, uh, just in case, but, uh, it's a Disney junior show, a really popular one. Really? With, uh, with a couple dogs. My daughter might watch that. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Puppy Dog Pals. Really? Yeah. My daughter definitely watches that. Yeah. So uh, I do coordinating on that show. Um, yeah, I, I work from home. Uh, really? Yeah. So I, that's kind of like, that's that's something that most people don't even know about me. That like, Yo, yeah, see, yeah, exactly. see, that, that's what we want to know. Bring that in here. See, yeah. I, you know, I got little ones, you know, that and yeah. I, that's my show. Pup, 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 puppy dog, yeah. you know. You got the plaque behind you going yeah. on. CUS Wheel said. I'm just trying to keep up with you. I, I saw all your stuff, man. You, you got me wanting to start a podcast. Come on, man. Come on. Come on aboard, man. Why not? You know what I'm saying? I say it's <laughs> nothing like having different avenues, man. It's just like having different streams of income. Like, it's always something to do. It's always. And then at the end of the day, what it does is. It's still about your brand. It still brings everybody, you know, to the forefront of what you're doing. You know, it, uh, even even for the the listeners that don't know that I do music, that yeah. are just tied into the podcast. Once they see I got an album coming out, of course they're gonna click that button, and of course they're gonna say, "Well, let, let me see what he's doing. Let's let, let's tap in." You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, it's great. I saw I saw some of your stuff, and I was like, it looks super professional and legit you know like uh the origination stuff it, it's great yeah man i i uh, dig the hustle i appreciate it man yeah did did all those logos i do all my logos myself and just appreciate it man just it's just like i say it's about building an imprint and building a brand and just you know just trying to stay afloat man yeah. in a game where we disposable you know what i mean yeah everyone's here, here, now right here today, going tomorrow. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Speaking of here today, going tomorrow. How does C West stay relevant? How does how does he become not the not the guy of tomorrow, but the guy of the current and the guy of the future? Um, man, it's it's been a process of self discovery. Like that's what you can hear on Time to Kill. It's it's really I'm still. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for over a decade, but I'm, st I feel like I'm just starting still. I'm still a student, you know what I mean? I I'm learning, um, still finding my sound and just finding, you know, what the present is exactly. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I, um, I, I started so, so young. I used to go by MC West, uh, you know, dropped the M, went to C West, uh, go by Quest too, you know, and what, that's what made you drop the what, what made you drop the M? Like, you know, what made you, you know what I mean? What made you rebrand, uh, so to speak? You know, uh, I started so young. It was back when like Eight Mile came out. So, okay. Um, the first thing I came up with was just oh, MC West because you know I, I was uh, I was all about being a lyricist, you know, being an MC. So I'm like, all right, MC West and. But then every time I thought of it, I'm thinking like MC Hammer, Kanye West, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. sound a little dated, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah. after a while of that, you know, all my friends were just like, hey, MC, MC, what's up, MC? <laughs> so it kind of stuck. Some people like, oh, what's up, Sizzle? You know, so uh, <laughs> C West, uh, you know, my usernames at work would always be C West from Corey West. And uh, one, one of uh, the guys at work, I think his name was Jamie. He was like. Hey man, Quest. That's a that's a cool name. You should just call yourself Quest. And I'm like, hey, yeah, that does have kind of a, a ring to it. That sounds pretty clean, you know. So I started going by that, and uh, yeah, ever since it's just been that process of discovery. I'd even say uh, Time to Kill. I feel like it doesn't really reflect where I am now, but okay. um, but yeah, it's 
yeah, it's, it's it's been a crazy journey. Yeah, you 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 brung up time to kill. Let's let's get into that. Let's talk about that for a second, man. Uh, first of all, that's a dope project, bro. Dope project from start to beginning. You know what I'm saying? I took my time and just went through each track. You know, processed the the, the music uh, sonically, not only sonically, but uh, uh, what you were saying on the track. First of all, t- talk about the uh, talk about the album title and how did you come up with that title? Yeah, uh, Time to Kill came from, um, you know, I knew there was something with time. Um, I felt like I was in an in-between place. Um, I, I still kind of feel like I'm there, you know, I'm kind of, uh, uh, as artists, we all kind of have those highs and lows. But I think the thing that's consistent that a lot of artists don't talk about is those in-between boring parts, those uninspired days. So many of them, you know, you wake up and you're like, man, I can't believe I wrote these because... This guy that's waking up today is totally yeah. unmotivated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or those days where you just wake up and feel like blah, just, you know what I mean? And I've just got time to kill today. You know, it's like, I just feel like I'm killing time. But at the same time, it's time to kill. You know, yeah. it's, it's time for me to do this, get up, overcome all this and, and you know, make my mark. Yeah, put some feet to the fire. Dope, dope title. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, who did that cover art for you? Cover art is out cold. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that was a lot of work. Actually, that was a whole process. I had uh, Kristen McCauley, um, Kristen McCauley Photography. She's done stuff for um, Vogue and stuff now. I actually went to school with her, uh, Columbia College, Chicago. Uh, She majored in photography. She dated my big brother back in the day. So um, it was just kind of one of those things. You kind of had the little plug, like, you know, (laughs) so to speak. Do some do some photos for me. And she um, yeah, she helped me out. But um, I'm originally from LaPorte, Indiana. So I had to drive over to Chicago and it was, you know, I, I don't know if you've, you've driven in the city, but it's it's kind of crazy, you know, but those walls that you see in the, the background of the album with all the writing. kind of look like writing and, and like writing on the wall. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those I made those out of um, their big styrofoam walls. And I pasted like put all my like old lyrics and stuff kind of like um, I wanted it to kind of come off like. Uh, this is someone, you know, your nine to fiver, like someone, mm-hmm. someone who's got a job and stuff, but they're just going crazy with this dream, crazy obsessed. And this is, you know, their room. And it's just, it's time. The time is ticking. It just feels like every year that passes, you know, uh, like the, the terror of actually just having a, a regular day job and not accomplishing your dream, you know, it's yeah. kind of what I wanted that to, to represent with like the black and white, um, just colorless, uh, kind of thing that 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 whole storyline and you definitely uh and you definitely you know gave gave us that vision you definitely put that out there that i think that artwork is just you know it's it's a, it's a breath of fresh air compared to you know the typical artwork that you see out out there today i can tell that you really you know put some thought and put some effort into it, like okay how am i gonna bring the visual to life like you know what i mean yeah. Like what was was that was that was a lot of that coming up with that artwork was that your own mind did you have somebody did you and the photographer throw ideas around or no that was uh that was totally me I, I came to her with the vision um I said I, I want it to be this room I I feel like uh, maybe I should be in like a a suit or something and you know the ties a little bit disheveled and just kind of like oh, I'm going crazy here um I brought the vision to her and uh, she said yeah. You know, we can make that happen. She had a studio in Chicago, but I had to make the the kind of set, you know, for it. So she had like this this fake wood floor in the mm-hmm. studio, and I had to drive these walls with all the stuff pinned on it in yeah. the back of a van that I was borrowing, and it didn't fit in. So I had to kind of strap the back uh, down, and all yeah. the were flying out the back. <laughs> when I got to the shoot. I had to redo everything, and we had to put it back. And um, yeah, so. It, and then it was raining all day. I was supposed to do a, a whole shoot with like uh, all these different pictures, but we ended up like, hey, let's just focus on the cover. Let's let's really do what's important. So uh, yeah, we did like a million takes of those. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and sometimes you got to do those takes to get it right, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and it's funny you said time to kill because you got a clock right there back there that says the time is now. Like you follow what I'm saying. So that's a metaphor within itself, time to kill. But then when you look at the clock, the time is now. Time is now. Yeah, it's always now, man. It's, uh, you know, I, I think one, one of the things, too, that it conveys is just like we're not getting any younger. 
you know, we've got to do this now. Like time doesn't exist in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm over here and it's this time over there. It's, it's three hours ahead. It's like, what is it? Like, like, yeah, like, like time is going to wait on me yeah. to do what I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, I'm done waiting. It's just time to get out there, put myself out there and, uh, and just make it happen. It's like n- no more half measures, you know? You uh you got a song called Breaking the Wall. Yeah. Give me a give me a a, a time where C West had to break the wall. What does breaking the wall mean for C West? And give me an example of the uh, time C West had to break the wall. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I think it's uh, breaking the wall. One thing I've had an, uh, an issue with is just kind of the universal issues like trying to get out of your hometown, trying to trying to make a name for yourself, trying to even figure out who that person is that you're trying to make the name for. What, what are you what are you climbing after? You know, um, it's just breaking the wall is all about just overcoming the doubt every time you're staring at the blank page or, you know, yeah. um, the bank is low and you're, you're like, I've got bills, I've got rent, I can't pay it. How am I going to do it? You know, um, so I, I think we all have like problems, like relationship problems, family problems, money problems, uh, job problems, bosses, or yeah. so. It's yeah. it's all about just just life coming at us, you know, yeah. from left and right, different angles. Everyone's assumptions, uh, preconceptions of us. It's it's just about breaking those preconceived notions and just rising above it, and even surprising yourself, you know. Yeah, you've done shows at a few events, you know, be it uh South by uh, I mean uh, be it uh. The uh, sixteen bar challenge, the hip hop DX. You 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 you've yeah. done a, a few shows and you touched a lot of stages. What stage meant the, the the most to you? You know, what stage did you get the most out of, and uh, what lessons did you learn? Um, honestly, one of the, one of the most meaningful ones uh, for me was uh, the sixty the sixteen bar challenge for for Royce Royce five nine was. So Shout out to Royce. I'm from Detroit, so you know you know what he means to me. Not just as an MC, but just as a hometown hero. You know, I guess I, I got a little bit of bias in me. You know what I mean yeah. when it comes to Royce. Yep. Exactly. I'm over in Grand Rapids, so I'm not too far away from you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Royce is Royce is great. He's um yeah pillar in the game and just as a lyricist too, just amazing. So um just I got the I got the notification. I was just on HipHopDX.com. You know, one morning. Um, I saw that he was, he was going to be at Los Globos. Uh, I was like, oh man, I told my, my twin brother, Royce is going to be over at Los Globos. Like, uh, I had just moved to Cali, uh, at that time. And I was like, this could be my chance. You know, he, he wants people to rap for him. And, uh, I had spent all day writing this crazy verse and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to win it. Cause the winner got to open up the show. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So big opportunity, and um, you know, I was super nervous trying to like memorize this. Yeah, of course, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I get out of the lift ride. I'm across the street from Los Globos, and I'm just like, uh, I'm on the phone with my brother. I'm like, man, I don't know. I'm trying to spit it, like making sure I, I don't mess up. And uh, yeah, I ended up ultimately going with one of my old verses because I'm like, I would rather spit something I'm familiar with and mm-hmm. get. Through uh mm-hmm. stumble and choke you know absolutely yeah so um i didn't win the competition but i still got to rap for him and then uh i met him after the show and yeah that that was great one thing i learned from that experience was man you never know uh what you're gonna say when you you know meet one of your idols you know it's, i had no idea what to say <laughs> i was i walked up and i'm just like he's he's just standing there with a couple people and uh i, I was like that's when I realized I don't know what to say. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. what up, Royce? Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, first of all, it's getting the opportunity to rap in front of them, and then just to you know get that experience after you do after you didn't you know tore it down. You done did just you done you done did your due diligence, and okay, you didn't maybe you didn't win the competition, but even afterwards, you probably soaked up some game. You took a picture like, you know, that's yeah. once in a lifetime. It's, it's, it's a kid. It's a kid in Indiana that's, that, 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 that didn't jump off the porch and, and, and then get that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so it's pretty dope. That's the experience within itself. That's the experience to keep you going. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's a lot of situations where if, if I didn't get that experience, who knows? Maybe I would have Drop the mic, or who knows? Maybe I would have failed back. 
Exactly. Exactly. You need those uh, those little wins. You know, I'm I'm sure as an artist, you know exactly what I'm what I'm talking. Those breaths of fresh air, mm-hmm. where you know maybe a, a producer comes around with with some beat that really moves you, and you're like, I have to write something to this, mm-hmm. or um, you know, uh, a director. Or, you know, you do get those breaks along the way. I think um, it's kind of up to us to to take those moments of inspiration and capture them. You know, that's that's the job of the artist is like, when I have those ideas, I have to pull out my phone and, and write it down yeah. or it's gonna go. Um, yeah. And as you do those things, I think as you, um, you get more confident in your ability and uh, you know, you're kind of rewarded for that in a sense, like absolutely be more inspired. It's, it's, it's almost as if the more creativity you use, um, the more you get. So it's not the scarcity mentality that a lot of people have where it's like, oh, I don't want to use this idea. This is one of my hottest songs. I want to keep that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, no, throw it out. You're going to keep making better, better things and better things as long as that's what you, you believe you're going to do. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I just right before the uh, right before the interview, right before I called you, I was just over there, uh, you know, in my little corner. And you said when something comes to you, jot it down. I was in my little corner, just, you know, a couple bars that came to me that I was like, yo, I can't I can't, you know, I got to put this in the phone. I got to jot this down. You know what I mean? us as artists, our minds are always going, you know, what's the next cover? What's the next song? What's the, what am (laughs) I going to say on this next line? So, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta unload. We gotta unload. You, uh, your first interview, you did your first interview. First of all, was it, was it Long Island? Yeah. Long Island, New York. The real radio. radio interview. Was that your first time in New York? That was my first, my first and only time. Yeah. How, how, first of all, before we get to the interview, how was how was being? Because you know that's the mecca. Us artists, if we're not from over there, that's yeah. the mecca. Sometimes, sometimes it's like we just step down in the motherland. How was that visiting over there for the first time? Man, it, it was great. Um, I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't get to to go downtown. You know, um, but Long Island itself was was great. Yeah. You know, the the yeah. people were awesome. I, you know, I dug their accents. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to I don't know if you're familiar with Pete Davidson. He's from Long Island. Shout out, oh, shout yeah. out to Long Island. They got a lot of, they got a lot of legends from over there. You know, yeah. Oh, Tang yeah. Clan. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that come up from up out of uh, Long Island. So that's yeah. hella dope. That's hella dope. But going back to uh, Time to Kill, right? Because yeah. that's because that's my joint right there. Uh, who are some of the producers that you work with on that? And how did you choose? Like, okay, how did you choose? Like, okay, this is going on the album. This beat is going on the album. Like, what's your thought process? What's your, uh, what's your, um, creative process behind it? Uh, so the producers, uh, a lot of the, the beats, um, you'll hear, um, Diamond Style, uh, so Diamond Style Production, um, you know, Problematics, uh, who else, who else we got on there? Um, yeah, a, a lot by, by those. Uh, uh, Cash Jordan. Um, I find a lot of the producers just the same way that that um, you know a lot of others do. I'm just I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. I'm on you know Beat Stars. Just and if uh, I'll, I'll just go through beats, and uh, if one reaches out to me, it'll be in the first few seconds. You know, I'll know like, oh yes, okay. This is good. That and one, it, yeah. it, it, it almost had your earbuds and like you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like when I first heard the the beat for uh, "Too Close for Comfort," I was like, oh yes, yes, this yeah. is, is it. This is what I'm going for. So um, it's just a process of of really coming across those gems, those needles in the haystack, and uh, piling those up. And then um, I just I, I really pay attention to details. Like um, I always listen to music as albums. So a lot of okay. people. Like, uh, oh, just, uh, oh, I like this song. Or I've always been an album person. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the vision that they wanted it. You know, this is the order. So I'll pay attention to like song transitions or, oh, this sounds good after this one. This sounds like a, uh, this sounds like a number three, you know, or, or something a lo- like a that. A lot of, a lot of artists don't realize that an album, whether, whether or not an album is cohesive can make it or break that album. Like, you know what I mean? Because who likes to, I like to go through, str- I don't like to skip songs and I don't, I want, I want to go through it and I want it to feel like it's a story to it. Like, yeah, 
no matter if the beat is high or low, no matter if the frequencies is this or that, you know, whether it's a lo-fi or a hi-fi beat, like no, no matter, I still wanted to feel like this track went after that. Like I still wanted to feel like you didn't, like it was all one track, like almost. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's like you want, I want some of the similar elements. So mm-hmm. even with different producers, I'll kind of, um, I'll key in on different sounds and be like, I really like things like, uh, you know, ghosty reverse vocals or something yeah, yeah. Or, or like some, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. something like that. I'll be like, okay, they have that, they have this, um, or something that, you know, you'll have a kind of R and B ish, but, uh, like the weekend or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just elements that I like, and I'll look for those elements in different producers. And uh, if it grabs me, I'll I'll just record something to it, and then I'll I'll kind of play the songs in different orders uh, just to see how, how does this feel, you know. And um, it's just kind of an intuitive process where it's like this feels right, you know. Um, I read somewhere where it says C West has captured a sound of his own right. Uh, uh, C West has captured the sound of his own right now. The music is fresh. The stories, to the most part, to 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 f- for the most part, and the performances are consistently passionate and powerful. What is the C West sound? Man, I think um, you know something I, I have uh, got from a lot of people is there's definitely like um, there's a, a little bit of a rock element. Um, I do have like a, a background in in rock and metal, but. Um, so you might hear some of that. I've heard like uh, comparisons to like Lincoln Park, um, Fort Minor type thing. But um, I, I think something that would come up is like determined, um, motivational, uh, inspirational, kind of uh, yeah, just just motivational and, and energetic. But uh, you'll definitely what comes to mind like wordplay. Uh, you'll hear like Lil Wayne type wordplay. You'll hear uh, influences like Drake. Eminem, um, you know, I'm really into the lyricists. I, I love, um, I love when you can listen to a song like ten times and something that went over your head all those times. You, you didn't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, and voice is great at that too. You know. Yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, did you was it was this a sound that you you had to work on over the years, or was this something that you automatically? like like picked up on did you like was it something that you had to build and craft this is yeah it was definitely uh, a product of years and years of of of, um releases and hard work before time to kill i had um other projects my first project was in 2009 under mc west it was called spending money to make money Mm -hmm. um 2010 uh ask the judges um i had another one death defying uh then uh what was it? Stronghold. So I had I had projects after projects. This is these were things that are, that were unreleased, um, or they, back in the day they were just released on Facebook or yeah. YouTube or something like that. Um, but yeah, so this this was my official debut. But that was the process, kind of uh, stumbling through collaborations and just um, taking my inspirations and being like, oh, can I do that? You know, uh, I remember the first time I tried kind of the speed rap thing. Um, I found out I was good at it and I'm like, I started practicing it and uh, some of my friends couldn't do it. And I, I, that's where I was like, Oh, that that's part of my sound, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I I do some of that, you know, I'll pepper that in. And I I know that um, I like to be transparent, honest, authentic. um, But I wordplay and poetry is like, you know, important to me. So that's uh, important. That's that's something that you try to uh, make sure that, no matter what, when you approach a project, that that's in there. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want. Um, I want it to be more than entertaining. Like I, I want people to walk away thinking, kind of, uh, just being like, "Wow, that's crazy! How, how did someone come up with that?" Not only that, but yeah, you're right. You know, like the content, like um, on Settle for Best. Just you know, I, I want someone to listen to that and be like, "Man, yeah, you know, what was it like before I was watching the news? Before I had a credit score, you know." before I had to pick a job, you know, uh, all these things that we all deal with, you know, so yeah. I always want it to, uh, relate. Like I'm always trying to connect through the music and just, yeah. uh, kind of while showcasing, Oh, how special and how, how great my rap skills are. I also want to showcase, uh, how, you know, how much we, we all have in common. 
Absolutely. And, and and so and you talked about creating a sound and building and harnessing it. Let, let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to the to the early C West, early C Money West. You know, when you you know, uh when you were just starting out and um you found out you can do this. First of all, what 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 got you into saying, okay, let me write music. I want to write music. I want to do something. This is something I want to pursue. Um, so when I was uh, 14 years old, um, I got a bass guitar and um, I started playing in bands. And I was always kind of like a, a background musician. Oh, so you were a musician as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, drums and bass. So um, drums, bass. Uh, I do production, but I haven't produced any of the beats on, on my projects. Um, I'm just more focused on being the best lyricist and, and uh, artist, like rapper I can be uh, right now. But um, I'd say, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when, when did you first, you know, what, what, when did you first get in, got into writing music? When did you first get into writing music? What made you? So um, <clears throat> I started off doing like bass and drums. I was always kind of in the background. Uh, I was in a couple bands, uh, and my brothers uh were always front men so i was like man i'd love to be i'd love to be uh up there you know like like writing and i it kind of appealed to me that way but uh i never really thought about it until uh i went to school got kicked out of the bands mm -hmm. uh, i was kind of i was getting more into hip-hop and getting more passionate about it and i decided hey i really want something i can do solo you know when you're in a band you got what four other dudes you got to be like hey what do you guys think about this a lot of times, a lot of good ideas can get lost. Um, so it was great to to do something solo and just just be like, yeah, I can do this anywhere. Um, I don't need a guitar. I don't need this or that. All I need is my my mind. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and uh, what appealed is just no one can do this how you can do it. You know how you yeah, do. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah it's uh, a big part of it is just the the self discovery of it, and uh, yeah, keying in on the sound was just trial and error you know mm -hmm. yeah that, that that that's hella dope bro like i same same here you know when i when i um what got me into i'm i'm the same way i write music of course but what got me into the production side of it is because saying here i'm 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 a musician i play keyboard play the harp Oh, that's awesome. And I was just like, why not? Like, just why not? Why not? Like, it just made sense. Like, you follow what I'm saying? And, and it's just something that you said clicked in my head. It's like, no one can, no one can, I can tell a person how I wanted to sound, but they still don't hear it how I hear it. Yeah. You follow yeah. what I'm saying? That's unique to you. That's like your reality tunnel. Yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> tell you put the horns this way, but you don't hear the horns how I hear the horns. So let me just go ahead and <laughs> yeah. I'm saying blue and you might be hearing red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You hear me, but are you listening? Yeah, see? I love to say that. You hear me, but are you listening? Absolutely. That's 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 a real that's a real thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, you say you grew up in Indiana. How was how was the music scene where you grew up? Like, uh, like was it was it was it big on like hip hop artists? Did you have a lot of influences in, in your hometown? In the hometown, um, when I was growing up, uh, honestly, it was more of a more of a metal scene. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was more so into like Slipknot, Mudvayne. Yeah, uh, back back in the day. Yeah, um, but that was kind of the scene back then. Uh, it kind of had, you know, you had your emo acts and stuff like that, alternative acoustic, but we never really had a huge hip hop scene. Mm -hmm. um, that was one of my things uh, when I was doing that. I was working at a coffee shop called uh, Rocky Mountain Cafe, and okay. I started throwing some shows there. Um, I had uh, an artist, Ed G, opening for me for my my first show. You know, like, and just you know, not a lot of people are there. It's it's, uh, yeah. it's the beginning shows, but um, I was trying to make a scene out there sometimes bro sometimes those those beginning shows be the most intimate you follow what i'm saying because you know they're there to hear you you follow what i'm saying definitely it's mainly family and friends but and that's how it starts you know but uh i i realized from that too that uh you know my whole strategy back then was oh i have to get big in my hometown before i can get big anywhere else but uh i realized how flawed that thinking was later um nowadays i, I focus on like 
no, I'm not trying to badger my my family and friends with like, hey, check out my check out my verses. They're like, we know you can rap, okay? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You know, so they they know it, it's like expected. But um, I, I love when I can I can talk to someone you know with a, a fresh pair of ears, someone objective who who doesn't personally know me, you know, like yourself or mm-hmm. um uh, other people reviewing it and, and get their take on it because uh, you know, sometimes when people are so close to you, they can only see you a certain way. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's nice to have someone just come to the music being like, this is my first impression, just I don't know this person personally, let's let's see what the art says, you know, because they're bringing all all their uh, their personal stuff to it too. Absolutely, absolutely. And and it's nothing like yeah, of course we want to uh we want to get those accolades from the, those ones around us, but just like just like you say for a stranger to say, "Yo, I like track 4, num- number 4, yeah. that really hit home, that really resonated to me." That's yeah. who you do it for. That's what you do it for. Like, right. You know, at the end of the day, because, you know, yeah. that person is no matter no matter what, when when the next project come out, they'll be right there in line or they'll be right there in line on streaming saying, hey, yo, uh, C. West, what we doing? Like, you know, <laughs> it's been two years when that next one coming out, baby. We need that new one. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, how much has your surrounding like influenced what you write, what you pen? Like, you know, how much of your surrounding growing up that you might have seen or might have heard? How much of that influences what you put down on a piece of paper? Uh, yeah, I mean that that influences a lot. Like, uh, you'll hear a lot of autobiographical stuff on um, the seventh track, "All on You." Um, just kind of uh, growing growing up, you know, like low income and just being kind of out more, more kind of out in the country or something like that. But, uh, just kind of, uh, being isolated and yeah, yeah, you know, um, just a lot of cornfields around there, just not really a scene or, um, it's, it's a lot of people from your past. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, a whole thing like the, the hometown thing, just, just getting out of there. But, um, Man, I forgot your question again. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's all good. Yeah, it's just, I was just asking, like, how much of that influenced what you write, like, what you put on a, what you put on a, on a pad. You know, how much of that, like, for example, like, you know, I grew up on the east side of Detroit, like, so mm-hmm. what I seen and what I heard was what I put on the pad. Meaning, you yeah. know, I heard, I, I heard, I seen a lot of the flossing and I seen a lot of the, you know, even even the criminal activity. So that kind of influenced what at the beginning, at the beginning of my uh, writing, what I put on the pad until I actually got to experience things. And now I want to talk about things that I might be going through, you know, in myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think it's definitely autobiographical, but I do have a lot of um, I, I also use it for my visualization or you know, this is what's happening in the future. Like, I know I'm going to make it. Like, okay, yeah. It's it's my confidence. It's like, uh, I know I'm here now, and maybe I'm busting these tables right now, or I'm working the day job, and I'm trying to make this work, but um, I know this is temporary. You know, this is just a stepping stone to that. So, uh, yeah, it really influences me, but I would say being from Indiana, that isolation kind of um, influenced it that way. And then moving out to California mm-hmm. after kind of having established myself in Indiana as like, oh, a bigger local act. You know, it was kind of like, oh, I'm becoming a, a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. So then I, I go out to California and I'm like, I'm going to make this happen. And, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to stand stand on Venice and I'm going to pass out my CD. And, uh, <laughs> some, some record label guy is just going to give me a chance, you know. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all I have to do is get to Cali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Like we like we see like we, we see it in the movies. We see the, 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 the backstories where where it was like, OK, yeah, all I had to do was take my last two dollars and go yeah. out here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so we're doing this whole pursuit of happiness thing over in Cali. Yeah. So, uh, but going up to Cali, that kind of, um, that was a wake up call for me. That was another chapter because I was, I went from being that, that bigger fish in a smaller pond and I'm like, okay, I'm feeling myself a little bit. I, I've got some talent. I'm going to make it. I'm going out to Cali to, to do my dreams. And then, uh, I get out there and everyone's an artist and there are a lot of them are way better than me, you know? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man. So suddenly you feel tiny and you're like, whoa, well, 
man, so so everyone out here is uh, is doing this or, or trying to do this, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of it everybody's makes, trying to find their own way. Like it, it, yeah. even whether it's music, whether it's trying to get into acting, what it's something. Everybody's cr- creatively trying to find their lane. Exactly. Yeah, and it's there's um you also kind of get into a lot of things like you know people are always just networking it's always like there's always got to be some uh some motive behind what they're saying or yeah. you know and you kind of start to miss uh those things about your hometown where it's like hey man can i just have a genuine conversation with a friend yeah 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 some opportunity or trying to trying to do this or that you know um did it, you did you uh connect with anybody out there did you find any connections that were uh they were like worth you know what i mean yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, uh, met a couple people out there. Um, uh, I did have, uh, I had one meeting with Warner music group, uh, mm. one time, uh, and I, I wrote, I was going back and forth. Uh, I wrote like two songs for them, but that's, that was a learning experience in itself. Yeah. And that kind of, yeah. you realize, like, I think I want to, you know, uh, right now, at least I'm pursuing the, uh, independent route just because, um, it's just more important for me to when you did when you did when you're doing all this when you land all this groundwork is it just you do you have a manager did like because because the artist that might not know how to like how did you get even yeah. in the building of one it might be an artist out there that don't have a manager so they wouldn't even know how to get into the building to where you at least got the opportunity to write two songs like you follow what i'm saying yeah. explain how you as a person just it's just me c west i'm out here in cali how did you even get a chance to walk through that door? Yeah, so um, so I got to Cali in um, in what I think it was twenty fifteen. Um, I I graduated from Columbia College Chicago um, with a degree in uh, music business and artist management. So I did that so that I could take care of my own business, manage myself, uh, and I was so it's just me, uh, no manager, no. Uh, booking agent or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, it's just, just me out here, <laughs> just just me doing this. So, so what it, was the conversation like? Because yeah. me, I'm walking out there. I wouldn't even know the first step. Like you follow what I'm saying? I wouldn't it, even know how to. It really was. What happened was, uh, I had my stuff mainly back in those days. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't a lot of uh, TikTok and and Spotify. It right, was mainly right. Facebook. It was Reverb Nation. You know, we were just coming out of MySpace. MySpace, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm 32. So, so it's like that's that's when that that was happening. And uh, you know, it was I had a Reverb Nation, and that was what I was mainly promoting all my music on. I didn't even have my stuff on Spotify, or mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's on my Reverb Nation. You know, check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Actually, I got a message. I don't even think we were doing SoundCloud that heavy then at, at that yeah. time. Yeah, no, it wasn't. There wasn't like SoundCloud rappers. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was actually what. What's funny is, um, so I get this message on, on Reverb Reverb Nation, basically from someone saying, "Oh, you know, um, I've got a buddy that's interested in your music," <clears throat> and uh, and I was just thinking, whatever, yeah, right, you know, and it it just seemed like one of those random, you know, you get DMs all the time. Uh, and so I, I kind of just was like, whatever, but I did, I did tell him like, Hey, yeah, here's where you can find this or that. I gave him my info. And, uh, I, he wanted to set up a call. I got on the call with him. He was kind of the assistant of one of the A&Rs over there. And, uh, I was living in Burbank. I had just, uh, just moved there cause my, uh, my brother was, um, doing animation out there. He had just gotten the animation industry as a production assistant. So I'm out there. I get this message. And uh, ultimately, this guy sets up a meeting. He says, hey, this guy wants to meet you and gives me the address, gives me the date. I'm like, OK, cool. I look up the address and it's the Warner Music Group building. And that's where I'm like, oh, man, wow. So uh, I, I came there. They uh, they had listened to some of the music and uh, they were saying that, you know, we like the music. It sounds good. But, you know, we don't hear like a hit. And uh, that was kind of my first experience of like oh okay like the difference between the major label and and the the indies where they they straight up told me right away like hey a lot of people come in here wanting to make their art you know and and this is about making money yeah and they're like this is this is money like well, you know <laughs> i remember you said hey you might be the next justin bieber and and you know at the t- at the time i'm like i was like uh oh oh no no you know because i'm like rap 
like just yeah, for yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah. it's like well i hope so you know and uh but yeah after that um uh, i went back and forth with them um doing a couple songs they were different styles it was just uh you know just not me and uh with every revision of the song you know they're telling me like hey you know you got to say something about um say something about uh this product or kind of use it as a channel to plug products like clothes or or cars or jewelry and i'm like man i don't want to just be a commercial like i'm trying to have a message here you know so i guess that that was the it's, that a, was, gift, it's a gift and a curse because sometimes like it's a gift and a curse you know even your even your most prominent uh like J. Cole just dropped the album, right? Oh yeah. And, and and even he can admit when he first came out, he was that boastful rapper. He was that, you know, that guy that, you know, I got this on, this cost that much, and I'm driving this, I'm pulling up in this. Yeah. I bought a house that's this big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it's like the baiting, baiting fish, if you will, right? Yeah. So sometimes you gotta it's a gift and a curse because especially us as lyricists, us as MCs, you was the MC, us this really intricate about our pen games, you know, sometimes we have to what well, before the indie, before now where we can do because we can put our own music out, we can press a button and get on Spotify, we can press a button. Sometimes we had to, you know, kind of bait and fish it and kind of put a put a cover, put a put a shiny put a shiny cover over it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And say, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And then as soon as you get over here, now I'm going to lay this on you, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, what? You know? Yeah, I, and there's a lot of things you have to do, too. I mean, there's a lot of plates spinning. I, I've, I've been saying it, like, even though I went to school for music business, it's like, since those days, I mean, every year the music business is changing. Like, I mean, TikTok, the, the challenges... I can't keep up with half the artists that are coming out now. Because now, because now it's like you, like you just said, I gotta have a, I gotta have a, I gotta have a radio hit, and I gotta have a TikTok single. Now I gotta have something that they can dance to. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta have something that they can make a challenge to. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So so as it's like as you go through like revision after revision, it just kind of started to feel stale, you know, just just so manufactured and so forced that it didn't feel like art anymore. It's just a product, you know? And I was just like, I don't like this, you know? Uh, on top of that, it took forever. Like, just callbacks, like, going back and forth where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I'll submit the song, and then you won't hear anything for a month and a half or something, and then they'll call you, and, oh, yeah, da da we got this going on. Oh, yeah, but, you know, da-da. and then, uh, you know, you won't hear for a while, and they'll call so it's a lot of like, man, if I was just doing this myself, this song would be out already. I would have done it. So I think uh, creative control and the uh, and the freedom that comes with being an independent artist is, is something that appealed to me after that situation. Did, did, did that situation and those type of situations, do those type of situations put a bad taste in your mouth to where it's like, even if a label came with opportunity that maybe I will rock with, I'm going to still stay indie. Did that put a bad taste in your mouth to where it's like, it's, it's, it's indie or nothing? It, it did. I'm, I wouldn't say necessarily it's indie or indie or nothing. Like, I mean, I would consider any opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's just, I guess it kind of, um, it was a lesson in being, uh, a little more educated in the game and just knowing that, uh, no one's going to take care of you how you're going to take care of you ever. So, and no one's going to care about it as much. So um, they may not necessarily um, see your vision. So it kind of goes back to uh, like when I was in the bands, it's like, well, I want to get a song done. Now I've got to go to, you know, what a whole board of directors to, to get this approved or, Oh, is it going to start um, altering how uncensored I am in the music? Because, Oh, I'm worried they might not like this mm-hmm. or it's going to steer the content where, uh, you know, um, artists start making the art for the fans uh, just yeah. for themselves, but yeah. then it becomes driven by what yeah. they think the fans expect. Especially for a fan, especially for a fan is really not a day one. See, a day one artist, that I mean, a day one fan, a day one fan will appreciate what you put out because they're day one, they know where you're coming from. Yeah. As opposed to trying to... <clears throat> 
um, tailor to the artist that doesn't listen to me. So it's like I'm trying to pull you in instead yeah. of just, you know, I got, I got my fan base over here. Let me just do music for my fan base because they're not worried about if I want to go. If, if I want to write about this, if you know, maybe I want to write about chickens and ducks today. They're going <laughs> to understand. You know what I'm saying? But, they, they, but yeah. they're going to rock with me because they know I'm going to do them right and I'm going to take them somewhere. They know they trust me. To yeah. know that I'm this is not just random, I got something with this. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, exactly. And it, it's like they start making the sound, and then it's just like you're just like one of the other. Nothing makes you unique, you know. Uh, one of the one of the things the guy said that, that's funny about the story is like, yeah, we just signed some guy, uh, Post Malone. This was this was back during White Iverson when that was mm-hmm. coming out, and now of course you know we know that like Post Malone's huge, mm-hmm. but. Um, you know that those are the kind of compromise compromises major label artists make. I'm not saying that major label deals or or anything are all bad. Um, I think it would make sense. Um, you know, it could make sense in my situation, but it just depends on how hard you're willing to work, how hard you can work. Uh, you know, what budget you have on your own. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can do so much with a limited budget. And, but. and one more thing, not not to harp on the labels, but. Yeah, a lot of them that's making those decisions. A lot of them that's sitting at those tables, really not. They not tuned in. They like they they think they know what 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 the hit is, but they you know what I mean. Yeah, they really not super in tune with it. Like all they doing is like because they could anything. I can be sitting here singing about bubble rap, and you can make it a hit if you put money behind it. Of course. Yeah. Of exactly. course, if you put the money behind it, you're gonna make it a hit. If you yeah. pushing it, pushing it, it's on every commercial. It's on this movie soundtrack. Oh, it, you know, <laughs> of course, bubble rap gonna be a hit. Then yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, duh. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry, don't worry about these lyrics. Uh, that doesn't Twinkle, matter. Twinkle Little Star is a hit because we heard it everywhere coming up as, <laughs> as a child. Like you know what I'm saying? Out of my head, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, let's talk about collaborations. Uh, who would you love? Like, who 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 is your all time person that you would say I would love to get on a song with him, be an artist or producer? Oh man, um, uh, pr- uh, producer. I mean, uh, I, I think um, Mike Summers uh, from Strange Music. Mm. Mike Summers is amazing. I'd love to do something with him uh, as a producer. Um, <clears throat> artist wise, you know, I. I dig a lot of the a lot of the, the strange music guys, uh, you know, futuristic things like that. Um, Marlon Kraft just dropped a great new project called Space. Um, yeah, I'd love to do something with him, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's hella dope. I love strange music. I just love that whole brand, man. Oh, it's yeah. something about taking. It's something about, and then it's almost like that's the you see, and then we're talking about being signed. That's a perfect example of being independent and still getting that 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 love as if you're the biggest artist out here like you follow what i'm saying that's like like they get drake type love because why because their fans won't change on them their fans aren't hit finicky you follow yeah. what i'm saying exactly oh they've got that cult following that's the strange the strange music guys um yeah chris calico amazing uh Seth crew guys um like all of them, yeah, it'd be a dream to uh, collaborate. Ritz, you know, Technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, veteran. So, you know, I yeah, I have a lot of dream collaborations. That's one of the goals with uh with the next album is to get some features. Um, you know, as you can see with this one, I didn't have a lot of features. It was mainly like just yeah, yeah. Meeting, but uh I think now that I've kind of got my my debut showcase, um, I think next, yeah, I'd I'd love to to get someone uh someone on there like um yeah so stay tuned for that i've got some yeah, stuff yeah 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 you know i'm tuned in baby you ain't even got to worry about that uh let's talk about impact man we 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 mentioned you know us coming you you came when you came out uh my space was just yeah. you know just uh leaving you know there wasn't SoundCloud. How 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 Reverb Nation? I was on. I was a. I was a part of Reverb Nation. I was a part of the nation. We know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How, how much do you think the internet has impacted the music business today? Man, it's oh, it's like unthinkable. Uh, it's just completely transformed it. Uh, 
you know, it's it's been good and bad. Like you say, it's like a blessing and, and a curse because uh, because of the internet, you know, we can we can have this talk right now so easily. Be like, hey, you know, you want to do? The I podcast? found you because of the internet. You yeah, found- exactly. And we can we can be like, okay, what's 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 his music like? What's his music like? Let's, you know, it's great for that. Um, what I think it isn't good for is uh, there's so much uh, there are so many options now that it's easy for someone to just press skip. So um, it's saturated, you know, so uh, yeah, yeah. you really have to be special. And uh, that's one of the things I try to make my music stand out with is the quality. Like you say, the quality of the cover, the the audio quality, um, the, the lyric quality. I just try to, to make the quality um, just next level, just like, you know, say, um, like a Mike Summers production or a, or a Tommy Prophet production or something like that. It's cinematic. I, I want it to sound big, you know. Um, I want it to sound like, hey, yeah, I am an independent artist, but this sounds like a major label song. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it should be on the radio, like mm-hmm. this. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's possible for anyone to do that. It's just you have to you have to just be willing to have the patience for the quality because a lot of people will get excited that they just wrote a few hot bars and they'll just put it out on Facebook before it's ready. You know, it's like, just wait, get some album art for it. Don't just Google image something like, you know, (laughs) just when you take those extra steps, that'll, that's what'll set you apart. Is, is, is hearing your, is, is hearing a song on the radio still a big thing for uh, C West? Like, you know, you remember when we, we, we came up, like getting getting that getting that record spun on the radio, hearing it, waking up and yo, they playing my song on the radio. Is that still a big thing? Is that still a goal for C West, or is that a thing of the, of the past? Uh, I mean, with traditional radio, I I don't even listen to traditional radio anymore. You know, so it's really all about podcasts and things like that. It's it's more so like you know, oh man, could I could I get on the Breakfast Club for an interview, or could I get on Sway in the morning, or you know, something like that. Like it's more so. I love the the radio for more so for the interviews, and I love the the personalities on the radio. Like I'd love to meet. Uh, like meeting Sway would be amazing. You know. Oh man, that's bucket list, right? Yeah. You know, getting up there and, and, and him hitting you with the five fingers of death. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, uh, yeah. I'll still. I think the radio still has its place. I just think it's. It's more so uh, interviews and kind of getting the behind-the-scenes stuff for the artists that is is what I uh, turn to the radio for nowadays. What's your what's your? Uh, I, I know we've been in a pandemic. I don't know if you had you've had a chance to perform during uh, this COVID era or whatever. But even before then, what's your favorite song to perform, or what would be your like like what? Or even off of "Time to Kill," what's your favorite uh, go-to song that when you perform it, it just brings something out of you? And um, I'd say, let's see, time to kill. Honestly, I'd say breaking the wall is always a strong one, just because it's so motivational. It's it's got the the epic start. Um, usually, you know, I'll go on stage and it's like I'm all nervous right beforehand, and uh, right when you step on stage and, and you hear the beat, you start getting your your first few words out, and it's it's kind of like it clicks. You're in the zone, mm-hmm. and uh, that one just has a great motivational energy that uh that gets you know everyone pumped up usually i like to ask my artists a lot of these i like to ask my artists this question because a lot of times you know people don't understand that the music that we do like this is a gift and it's a luxury right so if it wasn't for this gift like who knows what we what we what would we what we will be doing like you follow what i'm saying so if 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 mc west wasn't an mc then what would mc west be doing what what would corey be doing if he wasn't writing music man um i've kind of any other hidden talents you might be the coldest uh (laughs) you know uh ice sculpture i don't know you know (laughs) like Uh, yeah i I actually uh you know i i do um I, I had to have some background in the animation industry. So, um, yeah, from, uh, That's yeah, yeah, That's definitely. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, yeah, I work on, uh, I work on a show right now. I won't say the show, uh, just in case, but, uh, it's a Disney junior show, a really popular one. Really? 
with uh with a couple dogs. My daughter might watch that. <laughs> uh, it's uh Puppy Dog Pals. Really? Yeah. My daughter definitely watches that. Yeah. So uh, I do coordinating on that show. Um. Yeah. I, I work from home. Uh, really? But, yeah. So I that's kind of like. That's that's something that most people don't even know about me. That like, yo, yeah, see, yeah, exactly. see, that, that's what we want to know. Bring that in here. See, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I got little ones. You know that. Yeah. I, I that's my show. Pup, 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 puppy dog. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I record. Uh, I record scratch vocals for uh, Bingo before they they go official. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, like man. How, uh, there's like that story of like Fergie back in the day that for um about the last uh year i was on uh there's a new show that just premiered uh chicken squad actually just premiered yesterday oh yeah uh that was my first show uh as a production assistant and then i, I got on puppy dog pals as a coordinator Yo, that's so dope so how like so yeah let's talk about that man because oh, no, okay. i know right. <laughs> i a guy that you, and shout out to Disney. You know, maybe they give me a, a sponsorship. You know, hey, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Disney. So, how does the guy like even get in that? How does the guy even like get in that lane? Like, of course, you already was into animation, but like, how did you? How did you link up and get that? You know, that that plug. Yeah, well, that um, that really just came from. Uh, so, I have a, a really large family, and um, I have an, an identical twin brother. Uh, named really? Jim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so we, you know, we look alike and everything, but I was always more, um, on the music side of things. And I was, I was, uh, majoring in music business and things. Uh, John was always on the more illustration visual side of things. And he went to school for same school for, um, animation. And, uh, he ended up doing, um, an internship over at Nickelodeon, uh, getting in the animation industry, working his way up from That's hard, bro. That's hard, man. Uh, and I mean, it's like, even though we were family though, it's like, I had interest in, in checking out that industry, but you know, it's like he was in it for five years, six years, and we were just doing our separate things. And, uh, I was in an in-between phase, uh, in between, you know, my rapping, I was in one of those phases where you're kind of like in between, like, yeah. maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I don't know. Is this thing, you know, I'm, like, I think I had just turned 30 or something. I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I just turned 30. It's over for me. You know, like, yeah. I'm old now or something. You know? Trust me. I'm 35. So trust me. <laughs> That's what kind of why this podcast came about. Like, you know what I'm saying? So trust me. It was yeah. just me finding another lane. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm thinking like, oh, man. And at the time, I was actually uh, working as the receptionist over at Hollywood Burbank Airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just like picking up phones, just really in between, um, not knowing what. Oh, that's do. hard. Like, hold on. Like, I want to get back to. I want to get back to this yeah. puppy dog, but because you don't know, I watch this every day faithfully. That like, that's my show. <laughs> that's awesome. So I, you do the scratching. Watch that. <laughs> so you, so you do the scratching when Roly when they get the uh, uh going on the mission when they going on the mission and all that. Oh, uh, so what I mean by the by the scratch vocals is like um, so uh, I'll do like rough rough vocals so before the actor comes in the actual kid actor um i'll take the sometimes in the pipeline like we're not ready for the actor to come in yet mm -hmm. so they'll they'll ask the production people like hey can you uh can you record these bingo lines and so i'll record what they call scratch vocals like just rough vocals got you got you got you yeah so i'll just read this i'll read the script i'll record lines for the editing department and put them on the server and then uh they'll put them in the animatic and when we have the uh, the meetings, like to go over, like okay, what are we going to do here and here? Like I'm the the voice for Bingo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, kind of funny, like, and then I'm like, you know, turn that off, and I'm like, all right, let's make this song. So it's it's two <laughs> worlds that um I you know I like to keep separate, but uh you know it's like I don't really bring my bring my it's just not the time where I'm like hey. Check out my rap album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. Like, have you ever thought about getting into that? Like, maybe writing children music? Like, writing? Yeah, yeah. Jingles uh, and little? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I work with, um, you know, I send things uh, back and forth to the studio that does the the music. And uh, I work with the, the songwriters and stuff there. So um, I have correspondence with them. And it's just amazing what they do. Also, the, the voice actors. I got to uh, sit in on some records uh, training as a script coordinator. So, so they go in uh, when they do all the voices and uh, you know, they get to, to talk to all the voice actors and everything, but 
Yeah, it's it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Man, bro, that's so dope, bro. Yeah. Like, especially me coming up, like, cause me coming up, like I was I was heavy in art. And even my daughter right now, she she she's awesome, like awesome with the, the illustration and the drawing. Yeah. Like, so like and, and me coming up, I was just always like I kind of like low-key, I kind of wanted to be like a uh an artist, like you, you see what I'm saying? Like a character, like I kind of wanted to be like a character drawer. I even wanted to do voiceover work at one point in time. Like, so yeah, me you, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I just think that is so dope, bro. Like, you know, so like, don't not be ashamed, but you know, sometimes don't, don't hide it either. Cause it be, you, yeah. you got guys like me to be envious. Like, oh man, that's so dope, bro. <laughs> like for real, man. I that, man. Yeah. I, I, um, I guess it's just like, yeah, I'm like, these are su such separate worlds for me that it's like, yeah. but, um, but yeah, it is, it is pretty cool. It is something that's, um, it's just another thing where I'm like, I got this foot in the music industry, this foot in the animation industry. And, uh, you know, it, it's just going to be something original. Like, uh, I'd like to, to bring that in sometimes, like maybe a, a music video, like maybe do an animated part or, but I have talked, um, I have thought about, man, um, how do I get a message across, you know? to a younger audience or, you know, maybe doing a, a children's book, like with some type of, of lesson, you know, there's nothing that's off the table. Like, uh, yeah, you could, you could, you could, you could be the next blippy, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you feel me? Like, yeah. Hey man, it, yeah. Hey man, it all works. And, and, and you doing something that's positive. Yeah. And you still getting a check like that. At the end of the day, we still got to pay bills. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. Fund my music. So it's like, oh, man, I'm, especially with uh, when the pandemic hit, you know, it allowed me to because uh, I, I was in, in an apartment over there. It was super expensive, especially when things got locked down. I'm like, why am I staying here? It's I can't afford this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was able to uh, to come here with my, my brother and, and get like a house and, you know, start renting, uh, renting a house out here. Um, but it allowed me to come back to Michigan, you know, and, and, um, be able to save some money and, and be able to fund the music while I'm, I'm doing this. And, uh, luckily just being able to work from home has allowed me to, uh, get cracking on this album and do yeah. motion and stuff like that. So it's just yeah. been a strange set of coincidences where yeah. here we are now, you know, here we are, man. Uh, for for your listeners just listening and, and, and they and they want gems and you know I I like to treat this platform as a platform not only for you know musicians to come in and 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 talk about the new projects or what they're working on and, and life experiences but sometimes I like to use this platform for you know gems and and for those that might be struggling and. Yeah. On, on the music side and don't know where to go or 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 or, or they teeter in between oh, i'm probably about to give up or quit is there anything that is there any advice that you might want to give to your listeners or supporters or anybody that, or anybody that might not be an artist but just want to want 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 some type of advice is there anything that you would like to give to your listeners and supporters yeah, definitely, definitely. What I can say about that, I've had personal experience with that. Um, in those years when I was at the airport between, you know, um, animation and rap, um, mm -hmm. it's kind of funny because I was at an airport, which is like a place of transition. You know, you can go anywhere, and that's kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. And when someone's in that, my advice is just kind of, maybe that's what needs to happen at that point. There's a difference between... Um, when someone says, never quit, never quit, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think there are times where we have to know when to let go. And yeah, okay. Okay. the difference between quitting and letting, okay. you know, mm. good. Or, or maybe for um, taking a different approach or okay. something like that. So, you know, don't be afraid to let go for a while. You know, there were, there were a couple of years I wasn't rapping. Like, okay. where it was like, it, it got me into, you know, other stuff. Like, started exploring more just existential stuff you know uh psychedelics psychology philosophy uh just kind of found out more who i was as a person and then mm -hmm. i got to bring that back to the rap when i came back so sometimes that break and that that let go is exactly what you need so so mm -hmm. if you do quit for a while don't mm -hmm. beat yourself up it, there's no time limit you know it's it's not 30 and then you're done it's yeah. Look at these rappers out here. They're 44, 56. Like. I was just going to say, and sometimes 
in hip hop music, we the only genre that that kind of and, and somebody else said this, but we're the only genre that kind of put a a time cap on. When it's like no, like you know, the Rolling Stones still tour, and and you know, you know, we're the only gener- gen- uh, uh, genre that puts like a, a age limit or expiration date. Yeah. On when we can record music. Yeah, exactly. It's like look, look at Jay Z. You know, he's still yeah. going. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no age limit. I would just say to those people, you're never too old. It's never too late. Um, you know, if, if people say, oh, you quit, you quit. It's like <laughs> your favorite artist has quit a million times. Mm-hmm. They just don't talk about it. It's like, um, you know, we all quit sometimes, but you got to let go sometimes so you can come back refreshed, renewed, you know, with like a stronger sense of who you are. And that's going to make the music way stronger, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause now you have something to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, well, time to kill is out right now. What, are you working on anything? Are you just letting us breathe with time to kill? Are you just gonna let us breathe with that, or are you uh, are you in the kitchen whipping up? I've got um, I've got some songs coming out. Um, I've got a mixtape in the works. Uh, just got the first song knocked out for that, um, and I've got the next album in the works. Um, I'm about six or seven songs deep on that, um, and uh, I'm kind of going back and forth with the title right now. So I don't have the title, but. I'm thinking that's going to be out probably just, I'll probably wait till the top of next year, but I'll be uh, putting out, just knocked out my first feature uh, with the the Diplomatics. I'll be on their second al- album with, uh, along with uh, Afro, Sess Crew, um, did a song called New Sky with them. I'm really excited for that to come out. Can't wait okay. for you guys to see that. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, I'll be knocking out some other features uh, in the meantime. And yeah, I'm just just working and, and doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Uh, you'll you'll be seeing this uh, get get a lot bigger. You know, in the well, well, anything anytime you uh want to promote or anytime you got something coming out, man. Just you already know I'm a DM or yeah. or Skype away, man. Just let me know, bro, because I I love it. Like I say, man, if it's good music, I, I want to put it out there. That's what this platform is about, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I, I appreciate you having me on too. This is awesome. Like I love just being able to to sit here and you know chop it up with you. Just, absolutely you know, man music. absolutely man the time is now baby well uh c west mc west baby where can they follow you at on social media and where can they get your music uh so um i'm on all all streaming platforms i'm on um i'm on instagram uh facebook it's just quest or c west um like c w e s t um ig it's quest rap uh same with twitter um everything else just quest rap Mm-hmm. Yeah, Quest, man. There Once again, up. you 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 live with a one. You went live and direct, and I appreciate you, man. Once again, man, and uh, just just stay uh, keep hitting us with them bangers. Yeah, and man. and stay out of them uh, stay out of them uh, Warner Brother boardrooms. <laughs> exactly, man. Death to the labels. <laughs> definitely, definitely, independent life. Yeah, and indie life, baby. Well, I, I appreciate you, man, and and thank you for joining me, man. Yeah, thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure.